When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh yeah. It's straight out of Marvel, baby. Yeah. Episode six. Marvel Gang, Marvel Gang. The Star Spangled Man has returned. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to Straight Out of Marvel. Marvel, where we go into you. We talking about Falcon, Winter Soldier, Episode 2, host. Ah, let's go. Welcome back to Straight Out of Marvel. It's your host, Kevin27, your humble and vaccinated host, alongside my co-host, Chris. And this is the Falcon and Winter Soldier recap. What's up, bro? What's good, my brody? Welcome back to another episode, my guy. How you feeling? Feeling good. You know, another episode and a great episode. This is the one where I can say, over exceeded my expectations as we was talking last week. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm feeling good. Another great episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And we have mm-hmm. another great recap review, whatever you want to call it. Depends on what I might label it when I'm editing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We are back. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? So, y'all, y'all already know how we do. A few listeners that we do got, we start off with an open discussion. So let's discuss, bro. How are you feeling overall about this episode? Episode two, The Star Spangled Man. Man, honestly, I think the whole episode was pretty fire. Like from beginning to end, it, it really felt like a movie, like real shit. Like, I, I felt I, like I was watching a movie. Yeah, and it felt like I was like, like when it ended, I was like, oh, I was like, no, I wanted to finish it. But yeah, it was pretty good, man. How about you? I loved it. I can't lie. Like I said, start over or to, you know, in the open exceeded my expectations because I didn't expect so much action, so much, mm-hmm. so much detail, so many details that we got. You're talking about Isaiah. You're talking about we actually know who the real leader of the Flag Smashers is. Yep. I'm just like, bro. Now we got the uh the I forget is it Power Man or no not Power Man that's Luke Cage. It's mm. in my notes, but when we get to the note, we get there. And I just honestly, bro, I loved everything. The racial undertones in this movie. Honestly, or see, I'm calling the movie. And this TV show, and I just, I, it felt like I was at the movie theater, chilling back, except, you know, smoke a little bud at the crib. 
You already I'm know. So locked in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I yeah. can't talk about this damn show. Episode oh, two. me. Huh? Yeah, that show was pretty fire, bro. I can't wait. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was. I was like, damn. Like, they was giving me all the feels, giving me all the action I needed. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like WandaVision because WandaVision was too short. Like, every mm-hmm. episode was too short until the end. So these episodes being forty six minutes, mm-hmm. get what you need. Like I don't feel like. I, of course, I want more, but I don't feel like. Oh, that's it. Like it hits good in every aspect. So you yeah. already know how we do. I don't know. Are you ready for some story time, bro? Yes, sir. Story time. Let's get into it. Diddy. First scene of episode two, the Star Spangled Man starts off with our first intro to Captain John Walker. Oh, my man's unzipping his jacket. And you know it's it's about to go down. And mm-hmm. he's talking to a possible love interest about you know the good sh- you know the typical I'm not I don't know if I'm ready, all of that shit. Yeah, and yeah. we're also introduced to his sidekick, and I'm calling him a sidekick for a reason. Lamar Hoskins, aka <laughs> Battle Battlestar, Star. which later pisses off Bucky, and mm-hmm. you know he's talking, and John just wants to do the job. He wants to fight people, stop crime, all of that shit. Lamar yep. tells him this is part of the job. It's always been about the Star Spangled Man with the plan. So you already know, just like yep. if Rogers did, he had to do a tour. He was pretty much like he. It was pretty much Broadway. He mm-hmm. was selling tickets, and he was in movies, and he was pretty much a symbol, not yeah. an actual like, not an actual soldier at the time. He was really just a symbol, and this is what John Walker from the beginning is already struggling with. And I have to say this: I hate Did Marvel. <laughs> Why? I hate Marvel. Why do they make me care about this guy that I want to hate? I know. I want to hate this guy. And they just start right the second episode giving me mini backstory of Agent John Walker, or we're just going to call him Captain John Walker, Mr. Captain America. I'm like, damn it, they're making me like him. (laughs) Like, damn, fucking Marvel, dude. They is fucking crazy. Bro, but they, you know they got to make you like the villains as well. Bro, that's the crazy part. So, Battlestar tells Captain John Walker, suit is a part of your job. Mm-hmm. And he looks and says, yeah, my job. Which is kind of crazy because I think he was like, yeah, this is just a job. Yeah. So that's what I, what did you take from him? Saying like, yeah, part of the job. Like, what did you take from that? Because I took him like, yeah, this is a job and not like lifestyle. Well, what I took from it, I felt like he didn't really know how to handle the job. So he's looking at it as a job and not really paying attention that it's actual. Like, you Captain America, people going to rely on you. Like, people... Lies depend on your hands now, and it seemed like yeah. he not really tripping about it. If yeah. that makes sense, 
Like he made but like, it seemed he, like he's overly tripping. Like, yeah. Battle Star said, Oh, he told the possible love inches, oh, is you you throw up? Is he throwing up again? Like Yeah. That is true. Cause that nigga was he was acting a little weird, especially throughout this episode. Well, this probably was like one of the first times he was going out as Captain America, you know, so he probably mm-hmm. was a little nervous. Yeah. And he's thinking like, you gotta think, he's been in the army, or I think he said they said he was in the army when Cap first came out of the shield. Or I said out of the shield. When Cap <laughs> came out of the ice, excuse me. They said yeah. he or like he was already a part of the army. He's always looked up to Steve Rogers. So you know what I'm saying? He probably like yeah. I mean it's, it's big shoes to fill in, it's big shoes to walk in, you know? Yeah. That Off the bat, we all like I don't like this guy. <laughs> he he just don't I don't know why his face just making me like not like him because I feel like his personality is not is what it seems to be. I feel like off the camera, he basically like dickhead in a certain way. Yeah. Be- because Especially you can when tell we get towards the end. On me. It was crazy. So now we get the Star Spangled Man, but <laughs> we get the HBCU band rendition of the song. And I can't lie, it's why we started it off. We started the show off with this song because it had me moving. Like, I was mm-hmm. feeling it. I was like, oh, hell yeah, let's go. It took <laughs> me back to them drumline days. You know what I'm saying? Because I never yep. went to college. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, also, I thought I thought it was good. And it also gave me that that first Avenger vibe. Because I figured like when they was doing that, it was kinda like giving you that first Avenger vibe, basically what they basing it off of. And I like how Yeah, the song. Yeah, I felt I, I did feel a little uh Avengers in, in that. I, I get that. Yeah, and I, what I liked about it. They did it in his old high school. And Chris- yeah, they they did it in his high school, and like, you know it. I it's I really think it's like a good back then. They didn't want me because come on, man, everyone would love to go back to their high school and be the man. Like so, I thought that shit was dope. And this is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. They they started making me like him because we get a rundown of Mr. Walker's resume. First person mm-hmm. in American history. To receive three medals of honor, RAM, RSA, or RSM1 missions, and counterterrorism. Government did a study of his body at MIT where he tested off the charts for endurance, speed, and intelligence. Mm-hmm. While he's getting all this praise, John Walker butts in and tells us what we already know. He isn't Tony Stark or Dr. Banner. Uh, duh, motherfucker. Like, I, you don't think we know that? I mean, right. I did think it was cool though, because he said, or not cool, but I thought it was kind of corny. Good morning, America. And you know, we know Disney owns ABC, and ABC yeah. is on Good Morning America. So mm-hmm. it was hella cringy, but whatever. Um, but he said he has the guts. Like Steve, and that's what he always admired. Like, 
and that's why he feels like yeah. Steve Rogers is a brother. So break it and, down, bro, to me how you feel about this little scene, you know? And notice our like, first introduction to the new Captain America. How, notice how he name dropped Bruce Banner and Tony Stark in that moment too. Off the bat, you name oh. dropping? He didn't even <laughs> like, say R.I.P. Nothing, bro. He just said, yeah, you know Bruce Banner, Tony Stark. I'm like, bro, like, stop. I don't have stop. gadgets like those guys. No shit, <laughs> Sherlock's homeboy. <laughs> like, what do you expect? Like, they totally different heroes, my guy. I heard name dropping yeah. my boy Bruce Banner. But overall, I did think the interview, per se, kind of, they did hit cringe when he was, good morning, America, and everybody went crazy. I'm like, ah, oh, stop, please. <laughs> I'm like, stop. Yeah, that was so cringy. <laughs> I was like, please don't make this man a, like, good morning, America type of hero. Like Overall, though, it won me. It won me over. Even if it's just for this episode, it won me over because he about his shit. Yeah. Like, Captain America, honestly, I'm going to keep it real. Captain America shouldn't be this good, polished up person because America isn't polished. Like, America mm-hmm. got a lot of blood on his hands. You know what I'm saying? Which we're going to talk about later. Yeah. We talk about Isaiah. But, America has a lot of blood on his hands and America do a lot of shady shit. So Captain America should have a gun on his hip because RIP to, you know, the, the 10 people in, in Colorado that was killed. Like America bought them yeah, guns. Rest in peace. So, you know what I'm saying? Let's keep it real. Like, and I mm-hmm. love Marvel for that. They always keeping it real. Like, yeah, the mm-hmm. first Captain America, he, he wasn't a gun toting motherfucker, but he, I mean, he had guns in the war, but I mean, regardless, I like yeah. I like the direction they're going in with the new Captain America. He's edgy, and I'm, I'm with yeah. it. I'm with it. Shout out to I don't remember his first name, but I, I know he's a uh, Kurt Russell's son, Mister Ego from Guardians of the Galaxy. So shout out to nepotism. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> shout him out. And one thing I did really like about shout that whole, and one really another thing that stood out for me on that. Segment is the confidence at the end. I, I confidence, yeah. I did notice like he was a lot like he was more confident than I expected him to be because that first scene didn't really make him seem confident. But just how to see how he was able to hold up that pressure and be able to say what he can like what he wanted to say, you could tell like he was real, real like self confident, most likely. He's very confident, and I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, you know, fast forward a little bit, and Bucky is watching this, pissed off, knowing that Sam gave up the shield. And he's sitting on the floor. Clearly, Bucky has no need for furniture. He doesn't need a bed. He doesn't need a couch. My nope. nigga's just going to sit on the floor, him and his metal arm, falling away in his misery, and I respect it. Like, sit on the floor, <laughs> yeah. Bucky. And this is where we get our first reunion with Sam and Bucky. And before we touch on that, I'm glad you called it out last week. You called it. You said Bucky was going to see that on TV and he was going to go and reunion up with Sam. Good call. I I told you. I'm like, that's how we're going to get it. (laughs) Good shit, boy. Because I've seen people 
they they're like they're like surprised that they throwing so much shit in these mm. episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, it's only six. So yeah. the episodes and they're all pretty much like an hour long. So we're gonna get big reveals in every episode <laughs> next week. Mm-hmm. We already halfway through Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So uh-huh. like they're gonna be dropping huge. Easter eggs and all this shit. So I did feel that, and shout out to you for giving my props because I did call that. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Uh, this is where we get the Sam and Bucky reunion, and we get the big three scene: aliens, androids, and wizards. I love mm-hmm. this scene. Clearly, we waiting on this scene. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Sam tells Bucky that obviously Sam is the wizard, and he said, no, he's a sorcerer. Bucky says, no, he's a sorcerer. And Sam says, that's just a wizard without a hat. Like, come on, bro. That's it. <laughs> bro, that scene is fucking golden. So, yeah. He's cool, Sam man. tells Bucky, the flag smashers are more important than Captain America shit. Mm-hmm. And Bucky says, okay, let me tag along. Oh, so, I, mean, I just love this little scene. Mm-hmm. A good reunion, having these two on screen together. Very poignant. I like every... I I don't know, man. This this show for me is definitely a level up from WandaVision. Yeah, it is. It's definitely MCU type shit that I'm in for. Like, give me the detective shit. Give me the... you know, I love the mystery shit that WandaVision shit uh, did, but this is my type. This is more my speed. So I'm loving it. So, yeah, bro. And what I liked about it, this like just with that part, seeing them two come back together and yes. interacting, it felt so hmm? good. It felt so good because right, like Wandavision felt depressing. You know, like you got a whole bunch of sad moments. You basically trying to figure out Wanda. And what's going yeah. going on with her? And then with yeah. the Falcon and Winter Soldier, you kind of getting that with Le- like at least Bucky. Mm-hmm. But when they together, I've never laughed that much throughout WandaVision than I than I have in this one. Like, the chemistry, the 100%. chemistry is golden, bro. Like they both funny. Like they both be having me cracking up the whole episode. So I shout out to them for that, bro. That was too that was too goaded. And I they have seen some it moments. on Twitter. And uh, I like that both of the actors were willing to lean into uh, you know some yeah some gay shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That not was that I have a problem with gay people. I'm not saying it like that, but I'm yeah. saying I like that they were able to lean into some gay shit because I seen it on Twitter. I seen Somebody said um, episode two without context, and it was just a, a rainbow flag. Like, man, it was a little. They uh, was, I mean, they was on some gay shit, like laying on top of each other, and you know, yeah. and staring at each other's eyes. They was on some, you no. Know, but hey, I appreciate it. I thought it was good television. Like I loved it. Yeah. It, it what I like about it too. It felt more real in that moment because, like. Even though it it seemed weird and it was a little kind of fruity, but you can tell like that therapist really trying to get you to understand like you need to speak your mind. 
Shout out to the therapist. It's terrible that this might be her last episode, but I know she was pretty funny. Get this airplane scene reminiscent of the first Avengers. Obviously, what's the plan of attack? I have a plan. Attack, like you know what I'm saying. (laughs) So we get that pretty much that same scene, and Bucky asks Sam if he has a plan. Sam doesn't say anything because he can fly. Mm-hmm. You know, he just gets up out of there. He's I have a plan, and he tries to call him Buck, and Bucky says, "Don't call me that. Only Steve can call me that." But Steve always had a plan. So again, oh, I love these two. The dialogue all hitting for me. Bucky rips his sleeve off. <laughs> and my guy dives into the forest, arms first. Like he dive into the fucking trees, arms first. <laughs> It's made of vibranium, so Bucky can do that. Mm-hmm. Or after he hits a hard landing, because he got that super soldier serum, so he can just mm-hmm. dive and fall on the floor from 200 feet. I'm breaking a bone. Yeah. I got all of that. I got that on camera. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's so funny. We at Red Wing, but yo, get that up on my face before I break it. Oh, me. I thought that shit was so tight. Now, you get Bucky and Sam on the ground. They are in the Flag Smashers, what was like a warehouse, wherever. They are stealing vaccines, which is, remember, uh, supposedly this was supposed to deal with the virus, but they kind of shot some different shit. Yep. And canceled some of that shit because of the actual pandemic that happened. Because even when I seen it, and he said, I got the vaccines. Like, me as the person that got two vaccine shots, it made me feel away. I was like, whoa. Like, brought me back to the real world for a minute. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Um, oh, Bucky is straight on some shit like, fuck that. Let's go get him. Sam is like, no, let's play it subtle. Let's be cool mm-hmm. about this. But when he see Bucky being an assassin, he said, Look at you, the white panther. God bust out laughing. <laughs> Call that man the white panther. And Bucky quickly corrects him and says, No, the white wolf. Which we remember right. because he was in Wakanda for two years. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sam quickly realizes they are outnumbered because clearly he's smart. And I'm not saying Bucky isn't smart, but I mean, come on. Yeah. He was ready to go and take. All these people on because he thought it was two. And mm-hmm. Sam was like, Really? Oh, you think it's two people? Oh, hold on. Let me see what Red Wing doing. And when mm-hmm. he initially pointed out five people, it was eight people. We thought it was seven people. Yep. Were soldiers. They picking up these big ass crates, no problem. And they have an eighth victim or an eighth person that they think is a victim. Hiding mm-hmm. in the back of, you know, where the vaccines are at. And uh-huh. this is where we get our first introduction to Carly. To Carly. Played by Aaron Kellyman. And, um, yeah, she kicked that nigga's ass. Like, clearly. Oh, man. Like, fuck the bullshit. When he said, that little girl kicked your ass, oh, she really kicked Bucky's ass. Like, he kicked him in the chest. This guy kicked in your chest. 
kicked in your chest, kicked his ass in the chest, and here we get this awesome fight scene, and the action begins. So just before we get into the action, let's just talk about this whole little scene real quick before we hop into the action. Man, to me, to me, what I thought about that little scene, I did like the little interaction between him and Bucky and yes. Red Wing because yes. they was like really trying to scope them out, and he was like, "Nah, there's five people." He was like, "No, nah, it looks like there's like seven or eight people." Oh, at first he thought it was two people. Uh huh. First, Bucky thought it was two people. Yeah, it was two. That yeah, he thought it was two. That was I was like, "Damn, Bucky." You must not be looking, looking. He was just going with his head. Remember, he don't got the technologies. Sam got the goggles on. Yeah. You can see where Red Wing sees. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I, that whole scene overall was funny. And when they hit something and they made that noise and they look back and then try to and go back to normal, I was like, hell no. Nah. <laughs> I was like, they know something up. They know something. Else. I was like, there's no way you just hear that and then you act like it's nothing. And one thing I did like about that scene is how homegirl sat in there like she was a hostage. And basically... I wonder why she was sitting back there, though. Like, was she just chilling or did they know that Sam and Bucky was there? That's remember, what... remember, they heard something. Yeah. And then they didn't act on it. Which I no. was like, honestly, that whole scene, I was like, if everyone hears something, you go check and see what it is. Because uh-huh. it wasn't just like one person heard something. A whole crew heard something, and then they went to see what it was. So, But one thing I did like about it, because they did hear, they did hear something, but they was like, nah, let's just go back to normal. Like, let's get the fuck out of here type of go back to normal. Because they was, you could tell they, they, they already, they probably told the girl, Carly, while they was putting this stuff back in the trunk. I was like, yeah, chill back here just in case somebody try to come fuck with it. Uh-huh. They all souped up, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So, we hop into the action scene after Bucky gets his ass beat the fuck up, kicked up out of the damn truck. Two people holding Bucky down. Carly smashes Red Wing and pisses me off. Pisses oh. me off. I was definitely on their side until they smashed Red Wing. I was like, bro, you can't smash Red Wing. Oh, nah. I wasn't feeling that. I don't know about you. Only thing I liked about it when Bucky was like, I've been wanting to do that my, my whole time. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing it. What he say? He wanted to do that the whole time. So I've, I've been wanting to do that for a long time. Oh, yeah, for a long time. That's what I was trying to say. Like, damn, why you hating on Red Wing? <laughs> Bucky hate Red Wing, man. What's up with that shit? Why he hating on Red Wing? Oh, the water, bro. That's fucked up. Oh, Sam and Bucky are fighting these motherfuckers, and they are having problems because they are all super soldiers. They all mm-hmm. on that super soldier serum or whatever they're on. Sam and Bucky are having problems, and clearly, new Captain America pulls up thinking he's doing some shit with Battlestar, and they started off hot. Can't lie, 
And mm-hmm. they both, they all four of them got their ass whooped. Oh God! And they started off hot. I was impressed, kinda. I was like, "Oh, yeah. the new Captain America can really do some shit." Uh-huh. They got their ass whooped, and you know, they just let you know the flag smashers. They ain't nothing to fuck with. Like, oh God! They with the bullshit. They nothing to play with. John Walker even pulled the blicky out. Like, On me, he had to. Until like, he had to pull the burner out. Well, I like the nigga aim. That boy got aim. Yeah, man. So John Walker hey, but with that burner part, out. Hey, but with that part, did it feel a little slow to you? Or is it just me? What you mean? Because like when he pulled the gun out, I feel like it took him a while to shoot that bullet. I don't know. I gotta watch it again. Yeah, just watch that part again, like, and let me know, cause I was like, "Why it feel like it's so slow? Like that girl could have just socked him, like right there." My whole thing about this fight, I thought it was so weird that Sam and Bucky gave up on the fight so quick. I know, like they didn't like, even try to get. Back it was up. a great fight sequence, and then Sam was just like, "Fuck it, I'm about to just grab you." Because I don't know why Bucky was stuck on the damn bottom of the truck so long. I know. Like, I, I thought he would try to get up or something. I didn't understand that part. And then I didn't understand why they just gave up on the fight. Because even after that, John Walker, she came through with the clutch save for his homie Battlestar. Through the mm-hmm. shield. Hey, you can work That's that shield. Fire. You can work that shield. That's oh, what God. I was saying. Like, they kind of make you start liking him. He could work the shield. Like, he with the shit. So, shout out to John Walker, the new Captain America. I was digging it. I was digging this intro this this episode. I ain't gonna lie, man. Yeah. I was digging this intro. Yeah, because I, I wonder how long did it take on the master of the shield? Because I, I know in the comments, they did say he, like, basically learned it from Taskmaster. Yeah, he couldn't do it. For a long time, but in this, they just made it like he was off the charts with it. Yeah, that's why I was like, it's probably different in MCU. Oh, yeah, you know they always do it different. You know, they got to. They got to make it realistic. So after the defeat, Captain America pulls up on Sam and Bucky walking, offers them a ride, and tells them, come on, man, it's 20 miles to wherever they was going. He even Mm -hmm. tries to bond with them says androids, aliens and wizards joke and so clearly right then and there I was like oh damn they bugging Sam why would he just say that you know mm-hmm. so I was like damn they bugging Sam and Captain let Sam know they are trekking Red Wing or Red Wing and Sam says so you hack my tech and he says no it's, it's government, government tech, and I'm the government like stupid <laughs> <laughs> like dumbass like how you ain't know that yeah and Hoskins said that they was getting their ass kicked until they showed up even though they all got their ass kicked I know I was like what I was like bro you you was getting your ass kicked too and y'all yeah. all got what like what are you talking about like then you got kicked right off the truck and got saved by the shield so I don't know why you talking heavy so we have a cool little scene where they want to recruit Sam and Bucky. Bucky mm-hmm. and Sam clearly 
don't want anything to do with them because obviously the shield and the whole Steve Rogers shit didn't want anything to do with that. And why no. was Bucky so mad at the name Battlestar? I don't know. It probably got a because, big meaning behind it. Because he said, what's your name? And he said, Lamar Hawk- Hoskins. And he said, uh, somebody hanging out with that kind of tech and armor, I need to know more than Lamar Hoskins. And he said, my name Battlestar. And instantly, Bucky said, stop the car. Mm-hmm. Give me the Instantly. I think that's the name that was for Bucky at that time. Was it? Yeah, I think he was known as Battlestar. Before. Damn. Because I remember that that, that, suit, that. that suit that uh, Lamar had on yeah. was a reference to the same suit that Bucky had on when he was with Cap. I don't know if you peeped that. I did not. Yeah, they had the same. That's why when he said Battlestar, I think that's the name that Bucky had. Hold on, I'm giving it a goog. Cause I do know the the shit he was wearing. I was like, why does shit look like Bucky shit? I can't find anything. Only thing I've seen it says Battlestar becomes Bucky, taking on the name Bucky, like the fifth character to assume that name. So I don't know about that. Okay, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Who knows? Though? It probably he probably is just probably trying to take the name. And try to turn it into something else. What I see, it only say Bucky and Winter Soldier. I don't say anything about Battlestar. Regardless, the name pissed him off to where he said they would rather walk. And I was like, okay. And did so? Did Sam's wings give out mm. when he saved them? Because I was like, why didn't they just fly? I know. See, that's what I was trying to wonder, too, because I was looking at his wings when he said it, and I was like, why he just stop? Like, did it break off? Like, what happened? Yeah. Because they didn't really give no description on that. It looked like he just kind of put the wings back. <laughs> he just was like, all right, forget it. We're going to walk. All right. So the new Captain America, John Walker, says, I just, he's steady trying to get them, be on his side, and he says, I just want Cap's wingman to, you know, run with me. Mm-hmm. And when Falcon says, see, it's always that last line. And mm-hmm. I was like, what an asshole. You don't know this dude. This, bro, my nigga Sam fought Thanos. Bitch, you didn't fight Thanos. Hell no. Nah. Oh, to sit and say for you to be my wingman? Like, nigga, get the fuck out my face. What are you talking about? I fought Thanos, the the craziest creature known to man. And you're talking mm. about being your wingman? Like, you come couldn't on, even bro. beat up the Flag Smashers? Huh. And you want me to, to me, be your wingman? To me, I ain't gonna lie. I thought he was weak. Like, to see that, to be for that to be his first intro, I liked him. But at the same time, I was like, bro, for your first mission, you didn't even pull off a W? Nigga, you're trash. And, bro, he was cocky, if you noticed it. Because even after he threw that shield on the floor, you see him just hella smiling, putting his hands in the air. I'm like, bro, go fight. Yeah, Carly still whooped his ass. Right. I'm like, what are you doing? He thought he was hard. 
So we see the flag smashers in this next scene, mm-hmm. and they're getting refuge from you know these people in uh, Europe or whatever, and they they are looked at as heroes, even called mm-hmm. Robin Hood. Which Marvel always wants us to sympathize with the villains. Then Carly gets a text saying, I know what you stole from me, and I'm going to kill you. Oh, As we see, they are very much wanted. Even the guy says, we have to move because we, we can't be here longer. This nah. is when Carly says, tomorrow, everything will be different. And that's when we get the chant. One world... One nation or some shit like that. I got it. Re- Wait, what does it say? He says, "No, one second. One world, one people." Yep. And that, that so these great. people are looked at as heroes because it looks like they they stealing shit and giving to the poor. Obviously, so many people came back from the blip. Yeah, a lot of there's not enough food to go around. There's not enough medicine to go around. So these people, the flag smashers, look like they're doing the dirty work that governments and you know the world, the U.S. United Nations won't do. So you know, what what do you think about this scene and how we are introduced and we get a small little backstory on the flag smashers? What I like, well, see what I like about it. I like how they gave us a little taste of what the Flag Smashers are kind of, like what they kind of is. Yeah. And one thing I was trying to figure out, I was like, is they going to get Carly like a backstory? Because I know in the comics, Carly is actually a dude. Carl. And and they switched the genders to a girl. Carly. Uh Uh-huh. And and what I like about it is that she... Stay real. She wants she wants you to be on her side. Like she got to know if you with her or not. Because if not, you could leave right now. And I like how all of them just stay together. And I think what they trying to do with that serum, that serum, I think they trying to give it to like more people to make more super like superhumans, basically super strength type of humans. Probably. And they trying to make as many as possible. Mm-hmm. Probably why they say one world, one person, or some shit. That is, that's crazy. Because what they say in the Incredibles, when everybody's super, no one is. Oh, me. Her shit. So Bucky wants to steal the shield. Sam says, Do you remember what happened the last time we stole the shield? Sharon became a fugitive. And Steve and I were on the run for two years because, you know, Bucky was just chilling in Wakanda, being the White Panther and all. I mean, the White Wolf. Yeah. And Bucky says, I have someone you should meet. And fast forward to Baltimore. We get this cringy, at, so cringy. And it's because I'm black, so I can say it. It's a little pandery. <laughs> it's this cringy-ass Black Falcon scene. I know. It was so to me, bro. I'm like, okay, y'all trying a little too hard to shed light on why this person is called black, whatever the fuck. Like, yeah. Ugh, it was so cringy. And uh, the kid says, "Oh, hey, it's Black Falcon." 
he said, hey, it's just, uh, Sam says, hey, it's just Falcon. And the kid said, my dad says it's Black Falcon. And Sam says, why? It's because I'm black. My name Falcon. He's like, well, yeah. And he says, well, does that make you black kid? Like, oh my God, bro. <laughs> oh, great. Right. That, like, that's the scene that's going to make me give this not a 10 out of 10. Like, real shit. Like, that scene was so cringy to me. Like, that was the one scene I felt that was just so out of place. I know. It felt so, like, it just didn't have to be there type of scene. Yeah, like, like they could have did without that. Like, honestly, you didn't really need that scene. They should have just kept it how it was. Honestly, in my opinion. We get that scene before they get to Isaiah's house. His grandson... I say his grandson. His grandson, <laughs> who in the comics is the leader of the New Avengers. Yeah. And and he says, no one lives here by that name when, you know, Bucky asks for Isaiah, which is cool. I love how they are laying the groundworks for the New Avengers with Wiccan and Speed. We got Hawkeye's daughter. And now we got uh, Isaiah's grandson. Mm-hmm. So, um, he tell him, no one lives here by that name and you're not getting in. Bucky tells him, hey, I fought this, or whatever. I, I was in the cabin in 51, or whatever he said to this nigga. Mm-hmm. And we are introduced to the first black Captain America, who is a super soldier. Isaiah Bradley, clearly, beat the shit out of Bucky. Took his mm-hmm. arm. This dude is still pissed off at the sight of Bucky. You think you can wake up one day and decide who you want to be? Don't work like that. Maybe for folks like you. <laughs> White oh, <people>. God. <laughs> <laughs> they put my ass in jail for 30 years. Isaiah speaks about being in jail for 30 years for being a hero. And he kicks him out of his house. But before he does, he throws, I don't know, was it a cigarette container? I don't know what he threw, but he threw it in the wall let him know, get up out of my house. Because I'm still strong as shit. And I still will take your vibranium arm off. Oh, me. Oh. And, and that's on, that show. Hey, go that ahead. Part, Talk that about part the right, thing. Go ahead. That scene right there hit different. Because it felt... You felt so bad for Isaiah. Like, I I don't know if you, I don't know if you did. But I, I sat here and I was like, bro. That scene was... Very sad because it was like, damn, that man was locked up for 30 years, bro, for some shit. Think about this it's reminiscent of what they did in World War II, and they had a lot of the black soldiers testing out, uh, you know, gas masks and all kind Mm -hmm. of shit. And a lot of those people died, and that's just what the government told you. Not only what we don't know, obviously, the Tuskegee experiments. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. bullshit didn't happen. So, shout out to Marvel again for keeping it real. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved it. I love this scene. Uh, give give this man an Emmy. Just, yeah. he, he made me feel his presence yeah. immediately. Immediately, I felt his presence. Out the gate. And he made you feel his pain. That's what I, I like pain. about it. I really liked about it. That's crazy, bro. I honestly, I was like, damn, that made Bucky look terrible. Terrible. 
I was like, shit, man. We get more racist rhetoric when the cops pull up, seeing a black man arguing with a white man, and instantly trying to, you know, save the white man. Mm-hmm. Bucky, that's the easy situation. Because, I mean, clearly, I would be mad too, knowing that now, knowing that it's a black, it was a black super soldier and this was hidden For years. You know, from the world. Like, For even decades. Captain America didn't know. Only Bucky knew. In the comics, uh, Isaiah, he was the only one of the black soldiers that they worked on. It was like 30 black soldiers that they worked on. He was the only one who survived. That's crazy. Yeah. So, um, you know, the police, you know, trying to hassle nigga Sam. And Sam said, bruh, I'm not giving you no ID. Who the hell, like, who do you think you is? Right. Police, like, hey, you know, he whispering in his ear again, like, motherfucker, you don't know who this is? It's Falcon. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. I, I didn't recognize you without the glasses. And then, you know, they was like, hey, but uh, this nigga Bucky got a warrant. Take <laughs> <laughs> Bucky to jail. So we oh, get a me. twist. So the white man go to jail and take Bucky to jail because he hasn't went to see his counselor in the last couple of days. I'm, I'm assuming... With all this going on, it's been probably at least two days. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, he's seen the counselor before he left. Like, why would it, like, don't you, wouldn't you have to only see them once a month? But maybe he has to see this counselor every day. What do you think about that? Yeah, see, when that, when I found that out, I was like, didn't he just see her? Yeah, I was like, you already got a warrant? I was like, dang. I was like, so you get a warrant within a day? I was like, because like, if he doing his shit like day to day, that that's terrible. I'll be so, messed up too. Sam gives a look at Isaiah's door as Bucky getting arrested. So let you know that we'll be seeing Isaiah again. And I'm mm-hmm. really happy about that. We might get to see this old dude bust out some Captain America gear or some crazy shit like that. That'd be tight. Mm-hmm. So Captain America a Bucky out of the joint because Sam thought it was the counselor. She was like, no, it wasn't me. So Captain America was working with Bucky's counselor. Uh, he worked with her in the past. So he just got Bucky out and he took Bucky off of restrictions. No more that you have to go see, you know, this counselor every day because Bucky is too good of a talent. Be, mm-hmm. You know, wasting on want to see a counselor every day which I thought was clean and hey meet me outside I'll see y'all when you come outside and no me I, I thought it was cool and this is where we get duo therapy session and we get Sam and Bucky gazing into each other's eyes I know and she says why does Sam aggravate you and this is when we get a Bucky Sam. Steve was wrong about Sam. And he was wrong about Bucky. So saying like, if he was wrong about me, he's wrong about you. Then he was wrong about me because obviously Steve wants Falcon to be the new Captain America. Mm-hmm. Falcon like, I'm not with that shit. Like, I want to be my own man, at least at this point. Mm-hmm. 
And Sam says, can you understand that what I did, I thought it was right. And then they make a truce about never seeing each other again after they handle the situation because he's like, yo, Doc, you got some bigger things to handle right now than to be sitting here talking to you. So we got to go get these flag smashers, pretty much. Yeah. Like, I thought it was a cool scene. It was a little funny. Um, Clearly, they locked in the leg, which we was talking about earlier. They was trying to go mm-hmm. for some um, homoerotic things. And I like how they, they burned back have the no problems with. I like how they burned back the whole, why are we doing another staring contest, guys? <laughs> I was like... Yeah, because... Yeah, because they kind of had that in the airplane, and then they mm-hmm. do it again here. Yep. Oh, it was actually cool, and we actually got that from that, you know, from the promo trailers. Yep. I was like, yeah, that part. Like, right how there. much more left of promo trailers is it that that we'll see? Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe after all the. The episode six, we probably won't get no more. Who knows? So they're walking out. Captain America has a you know, it's his last chance to get the boys to team up. Mm-hmm. We know now, this is where we find out that Carly is the leader of the Flag Smashers and she's taking vaccines to various camps across Central and East or Eastern Europe. Sam says it wouldn't make sense to work with them, meaning. Them meaning you know Cap and uh, Battlestar, because Sam and Bucky are free agents, and you guys have to go through government regulations. And Sam declines the offer again. So John yep. Walker warns them, well, "Stay the hell out of my way, then." Like, that's when you. That's where clearly he like I, right, I ain't I ain't Steve Rogers, motherfucker. Well, even Steve Rogers, let's keep it real. When Steve Rogers didn't like shit, yeah, he, he said fuck y'all. He said oh, fuck God. the Avengers. He said fuck America. He said fuck everything. Right. Mm. That's why I had to really take a look back and I'm like, I gotta actually try to like this new Captain America because Steve Rogers said fuck all y'all. It's about Bucky. Oh me, he did. He said fuck everybody. And then when they beat the world, he said, fuck y'all again and went to go live with Peggy. Oh, mm-hmm. like, is he really Captain America? Like, nah, he really not. Like, nah. Like, he don't give a fuck about shit. Selfish as fuck. Look, see? I mean, mm-hmm. ain't on Steve Rogers again. <laughs> hey, I don't blame you because, shoot, that's wrong at all kinds of levels. Like, if Cap throughout this whole phase three stuff, that, that dude was just tripping. Like, he basically wasn't there for his team. He he said, fuck you, fuck Avengers, fuck everybody else. And basically went for Bucky's side at all times. And then still let the Avengers, after all that, bring it back the world and stuff. And Tony going out the way he did, he still wanted to live that Peggy life. Uh, knowing that knowing that Tony Stark died and he was pretty much like one of the leaders of the Avengers, he was like, Yeah, fuck that, I'm out of here. Like that's oh, crazy. Man. I'm gonna go old on y'all motherfuckers. So next thing got the flag smashers gearing up for their plan. 
And this is where Oof. we learn the power brokers in already have the location. And we get the power broker. We get a name drop. One yeah. guy is willing to sacrifice himself for the rest of the crew and for the cause. One world, one people. He was mm-hmm. willing to die for that. And he died for that because he got lit the fuck up. Like, oh, me. He got lit the fuck up. Like, he lit his <laughs> ass up. And you know what I'm saying? He took an L, but he took an L for the rest of the team to win. So I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. He did it for the team. He did it for his crew. That that was hard. Gotta do it for the squad. Oh boy. Uh, that goes to show that any one of them will put their life on the line. Max Smashers. And gang shit. Oh, me. So last scene, last scene of the show, you get Bucky and Sam. Trying to formulate a plan. And for some reason, that plan is Zemo. Uh-huh. Zemo. Zemo. Oh, we get fucking Zemo. Like, we get the classical music. Uh-huh. We know we about to get young Zemo next episode. I don't know if they're going to get him out of jail if they're going to bust him out of jail, I'm definitely interested to see where we go because that was the end of the episode. Another fire fucking episode. Episode 2, The Star Spangled Man. This, out of every episode we did, I was so ready to talk about this one because this one was so jam-packed, full of action, full of great storytelling. Like, what, what about you? And the storytelling in here is phenomenal. Like, they going from scene to scene, and they're giving you more action, and it's funny. So, overall, I feel like the first two episodes was pretty fire, bro. Fire as fuck, man. I really loved it. No post-credit scene, but again, credit credit scene music. Listen all the way again. Um, did you catch anything in the post credits? Because I know you caught it the first time. Did you catch anything this time See, around? I ain't catching this time. See, I was just watching it, and then I didn't really see anything that really caught my eye. Did you catch anything this week? No, I didn't. I didn't look. I did my notes like right before we did the show. Nice. Yeah, bro. I, yeah, I've been trying to look through the credits, man. But I ain't catch nothing. Only thing I can really say is that when you look at those credits, you got to really try to read them, bro. Like, you got to really try to pause it and really read because there's some shit about John Walker in there. And I'm like, yo, is homie vigilante? Like, probably. He, got, he probably got to be vigilante. Because he already showing signs throughout the episode. Get the hell out of my way. <laughs> Which was the funniest part in the scene of whatever he said. That was like, I was like, this dude, he a straight dickhead. But overall, hey man, the, so, overall the series what would you though. give this? What would you give this episode out of 10? Hmm. 
Just because it was a big ending, too, I think I got to give it a nine. Because only because of that damn one part of that scene. It was that whole black child thing. I agree with you on that. That shit was kind of cringy. But overall, the whole show was really good. I give it a 9 out of 10, too, because I felt like every scene was on point except for the cringy-ass black child scene, mm-hmm. uh, the black falcon scene, whatever you want to call it. It didn't need to be in there. Again, I'm black, so I can say that. But yeah, if you're white and you said you might sound racist, so you probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> oh, me? Like, you should... Honestly, Russo's, y'all should have just kept it out. That was just gonna keep it a buck fifty. Y'all should have just kept it out. You said the Russo's. Russo brothers. They doing this one? I don't think the Russo brothers doing this one. They ain't directing this? I don't think so. Hmm. I wonder who is. Let me Google. Let me Google. This is why we got Google, ladies and gentlemen. I don't believe, I don't think. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kyrie Scoglin. Yeah, Kyrie Scoglin. Yeah, Kyrie Scoglin or Scoglin. The Russo brothers don't do everything, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do everything. They didn't do the first two Avengers. They did Infinity War and Endgame. It did Winter Soldier. Mm. They don't. Kevin Feige produced it though. Kevin Feige, I think Kevin Feige produces everything though. Okay, makes sense. Out to the Russo brothers though. Oh me. Uh, so yeah, that's a bow. Any any uh thing else from? Falcon and Winter Soldier. Any more facts you got before we put a bow on this shit? Hmm. One one fact that I do we got. We do got some post. We got some Marvel news that we got to talk about. Well, what? Actually, no, I don't even have no more for that, honestly. Because I think. You said one thing. I think is I think the only one thing I would have is basically for Carly. I'm really wondering if Carly gonna really have a backstory. Because maybe the next episode. Yeah, because I really think next episode she really will have a backstory. And they gonna they probably show how she got the super uh powers and shit, like how she yeah. got the super strength. Mm-hmm. Because whatever whatever they gonna do is gonna be big. So yeah. she said after tomorrow, everything's gonna be different. It's no turning back. So mm-hmm. And it's going to explain who they're stealing from and all that stuff. So I, I got to think. I think they stole from the power broker. The power brokers? Yeah. I think she stole either. I think she stole super soldier serum strength for mm-hmm. her or for the whole crew, but something like that. Because they did have a lot of crates. <laughs> and that was a lot of them. But the crates was the vaccines and shit. That wasn't the serum that was in the truck? Ah, bro. 
You better pay attention. He said this is medicine and vaccines. Okay, and then the serum was the the bags that they took from the first episode. No, the bags they took from the first episode was money. So where they get the serum? They already, they already got they got the serum in them. They're not just stealing serum. They already I'm thinking that they probably was worked on by the government. And when the blip mm-hmm. came, they got thrown to the wolves or something like that, where they became the flag smashers because they are mad that everybody came back from the blip or some shit like that. Yeah, I know about the, that. How they mad about the blip and stuff? Yeah, they they're not stealing. Not at least what we seen. They stole vaccines and shit. That's why the dude was thanking them and saying, "You y'all like Robin Hood? Y'all stealing from the rich and giving to the poor." Yeah. So they're not stealing uh super soldier serum. It was stealing like vaccines and shit. Makes sense, makes sense. Yeah, what? so can we put a bow on episode two, the Star Spangled Man? Yes, sir. Let's put a bow on that. That was another great review. Still got some Marvel news. Um Outside of Falcon and Winter Soldier, so do you got any news that you accumulated before we hop, or at least before I hop in and what I got? Well, only news I had was the White Wolf news. Basically, I found out that was like the name of the Wakanda security police in the comic books. But then they used it in the MCU that Bucky was called in Wakanda when he was with them children at that children's school. Mm. And that's what they used to call him. He was like, White Wolf, White Wolf. So I like okay. how the MCU kind of changed that. Okay, so any more Falcon and Winter Soldier news before we hop off Falcon and Winter Soldier? Nah. That's it? Yeah. Okay, no more Falcon and Winter Soldier. Alright, so we got July 9th, finally have, I'm guessing, an official release date for Black Widow. Um, It was supposed to be, what was it, May? Was it May 4th or some shit? But got pushed back because clearly they aren't (laughs) ready to go back to movie theaters in America, even though all of the movie theaters are open. At least... In Vegas, are all open, but they're not ready yet. Um, but we have Black Widow finally coming out, and I'm thinking it's because of how good the Snyder Cut did. Uh, the Snyder Cut did. Mm-hmm. Black Widow will be coming out in theaters and premiere access on Disney Plus, which means you probably got to pay thirty bucks. Mm-hmm. So my question to you is: Are you going to the movies? Or are you dropping 30 on Black Widow? What you doing? Man, we might as well drop 30 on it. Might as well. I mean, because if we go to the movies, I mean, it would be cool. But the hype of it is kind of gone at this point. Kind of, at least. Especially since you pushed it back two more months. Yeah, like July 9th. Like, come on, bruh. Like just, give, like, just give me the movie. That's going to come out in July. Uh, like, I don't even know if it's going to come out. 
Like, it's just like, dang, bro. Like, can you give me the movie right now? But, yeah, I, I, think the, I think the hype of it is just gone. So that's why I'm like, honestly, I'll just pay the 30 on Disney Plus for it. It's gone, but I'm a Marvel slut. So I'm definitely going to pay the 30 for Disney mm-hmm. Plus. Because, um, I ain't going to lie, man. The, the more I could be at home and not have to deal with... um. A white terrorist coming shooting shit up. Yeah. I'm sorry if that sounds harsh, but I mean, come on, man. We seeing what's happening. Oh, oh me. Uh, more I can stay at home and not have to be a sitting duck for white terrorists. Um, I'm cool with that. Oh, so I will be paying thirty dollars at the crib, and I will have the gang over, probably making an event, make it a good old time. Yes, sir. Smoke. Hey, everybody, put your phones on the table. No phones. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Put the fucking television on honey. And um make it a good old time, man. So I'm definitely if I have the chance, I will be at home watching it. And because this movie's supposed to come out, but I am going to see Spider Man No Way Home. Yeah. Theaters. That's a guarantee. Because we just finished rapping today, baby. You know what I'm saying? No, oh, me. Way home. Just finished filming today. Seen the good old Twitter posts and sad Twitter posts about, oh, I'm a mi- I miss you guys already. Blah, blah, blah. So, uh, I December, can't wait. Spider Man, Far From Home. I am totally psyched, stoked. Any words you want to say, I am so ready for new web slinging uh, adventures. What about you? Man, I can't wait, bro. Like, it, like it's been a minute since I've seen a Spider-Man film. Like, a new Two Spider-Man years. film. Like, so I'm excited. I'm excited for this one. And with Black Widow being pushed back, inevitably, I pushed back Shang-Chi, the Ten Rings. <laughs> Well, now Shang-Chi, instead of July 9th, that's been pushed back to September, which I'm not going to lie to you, unless we are totally out of the pandemic and everything is back to normal. I yeah. don't think any of the Marvel movies will come out this year, but maybe Spider-Man, because it's a Sony product, too. But... I don't think I. I just think they're just like fuck. It, we're just gonna bite the bullet on this Black Widow because it's been so long, and the movie probably doesn't have that much to do with the rest of the MCU. But oh man, you know it's all about money. Like I don't think they. I mean, because I haven't seen anything about Shang Chi. I haven't seen a trailer. Like, and it's this movie supposed to come out in September. I haven't even seen a trailer. This movie's supposed to come out in September. Like, it seemed like it's not that, or it seemed like it's far away, but bro, you know how I know. It's already almost April. Like, this should be flying by. We haven't oh, seen God. the trailer for Shang-Chi yet. But I don't think those, that, that movie or Eternals come will come out this year. Yeah, I don't even think that's going to even gonna come out. I think all we would get is Disney Plus shows. Yeah, that's probably all we're going to get, honestly. 
Regardless, get your popcorn ready because I will be there. I know you're going to be there, bro. Hell yeah. You already know we're going to be there. Get Chris Evans saying that Robert Downey Jr. is the only person who could play Iron Man. And I tend to agree. I don't think Iron Man should be recasted for another 20 years because. Mm At least another ten. Um, you can do and and because the MCU is forever moving forward. It's not. It's all stories moving forward. Sometimes they give you like a Captain Marvel, which was based in the nineties or whatever. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, these stories all move forward, and for you to cast another Iron Man, I would have to mean that you would have to start everything over and I don't think the MCU is going to do that so I think that we won't get another Iron Man for 10 to 15 years what What do you think about that Honestly, I don't think we're going to get another Iron Man for hella long because the way they wrote them off they're going to have to like they can't just bring that back like right away it's gonna, it's gonna take a minute. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't think we, cause who, who would, who would be more have more charisma and wit than Ronnie Robert Downey Jr. And I'm telling you, you can do other shit. Like once, once Riri Williams Ironheart come through, like to me, that's the replacement. She'll be the new Tony Stark, along with the Young Avengers. Like I think the Young Avengers are going to be big. Wiccan, Speed. Mm-hmm. You already seen um, grandson or, or Isaiah's grandson. So they land the foundation for the Young Avengers. Hawkeye's daughter. And I think it's going to be a new regime. I don't think they're going to go backwards. And they know Marvel fans, we're going to come out. Hell yeah. We're going to be out there, boy. Yes, sir. Sirski, anything else on that you got to touch on? Nah, I think you touched on mostly all of it, to be honest. Um. So then we get, yeah, this is the last one. This is a funny one, quick one. Uh, Stan Lee said, R.I.P. to Stan Lee, he said the only Rest reason that the Fantastic Four flopped is because he didn't cameo in it. And I have to agree. That is true. You got to have a Steve. ass. Yeah. You got to have a Stan Lee cameo, bro. Bro, that movie is so terrible. Yeah, bro. I, 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 watch, I tried it. to watch it after I got hella back on my Marvel shit because for a long time, I didn't watch none of those movies. Like, uh, like I had watched Captain America, Thor, fucking Avengers and Infinity War. I watched them so many times it's hard to watch. But mm-hmm. the WandaVision was so hard, man. I got back on it. Um, now I'm into my uh, shows and shit. Uh, like I told you, I'm on uh, X-Men and shit. Yeah. Um, I, I, wasn't, I, I wasn't on it at first. Because 2019, I did a rerun of the whole no, was it twenty nineteen? I think it was twenty twenty. Yeah, beginning of twenty twenty. I did a rerun of all the 
like the Avengers saga, basically, and just rewatched them all. And then ever since then, I haven't watched it again until WandaVision. Yeah, once WandaVision came out, it renewed my Marvel Cinematic Universe focus. Mm-hmm. And I've been watching shit. And it made me watch the X-Men movies. So once I watched Fantastic Four again, I actually, I never watched Fantastic Four because I just knew it was going to be ass. And I started falling off on the Fox movies like way later. Like, mm-hmm. like I remember I watched X-Men First Class. I thought that movie was okay, and I, I don't think I ever watched any more. But once I watched Days of Future Past, I was like, damn, this movie hard as fuck. Yeah, Days of Future Past a great movie. That I like that. hard, bro. I think the way they did time travel might be a little better than the way that Avengers Endgame did time travel. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. More- yeah, that is true. I kind of agree with that because that a time travel in there was it did make more sense than what they did on Endgame. Yeah, even though it was way different, because Endgame they didn't change the events of life; they just no. got the stones and brought everybody back. Yeah, uh, Days of Future Past they all they like alternated the timeline, the alternate universe. All right. Cause I was like, and I wondered that too. Cause I was like, what, like, what changed? Like, you just basically went in time, took the stones, and then just change everything. Nothing, nothing changed. That's why Steve went and put the stones back. It didn't change anything. They just brought everybody back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, that just was. Whew. Steve went and lived his own fucking lifestyle. Glory days. Oh boy. So, Peggy. Peggy, come and peg me. <laughs> that boy love him some Peggy. Come peg out Captain America. That boy, he a lover boy. Bro. Fucking crazy. I'm like, bro, what the hell? I'm like, do we got any other Marvel news? You already know. Check Twitter for a little bit. Because if not, we are at the end of our rope. Feel like this was another great episode. Yeah, this was pretty good. Um, I definitely enjoyed it. Same. I'm glad you came out again. Yes, you know sir. Do man, we do this shit. We are fucking Marvel niggas. Um, oh me, straight out of Marvel. I get on Twitter. The first thing I say is I would never stop talking about the way Marvel made Thor's depression into a fucking joke. <laughs> It really did, though. They did, too. Was, oh, man. Honestly, that was the... In Endgame, that was the comedic relief. Just bagging on Thor because he was fat. Uh-huh. It they, is fucked up. It is, but they used to... Boy, they was on Thor helmet. <laughs> All movie long. Yeah, bro. I miss those times, though. I mean, I still love Endgame. That shit was horror. I just felt like I mean I'm gonna keep it real though like that's like that's what your friends do your friends bag on you when your ass is getting fat and shit yeah like they ain't just doing it just to do it like to make make you feel bad they just doing it because they're your friend like 
I mean, honestly, ain't nothing too bad to it. Unless, like, they notice you take offense to it, then they'll stop. Sir. Hey, man, I'm not seeing anything. What I'm seeing is, um... All I'm seeing is the end of Spider-Man. Um, but another another bit of news is they dropped the Suicide Squad trailer. Oh, that means James Gunn can go work on Guardians of the Galaxy three now. <laughs> like Suicide Squad two trailer. I don't know, man. It looked kind of mid. I ain't gonna lie, but I was like, whatever. It was like have whatever they have. This they moment right now. But I thought the shit was mid, but yeah. that's just me. But I was glad they dropped it because that means they done with that shit, and we can uh, get to the Guardians of the Galaxy three. Mm-hmm. So shout out to James Gunn. Bring my nigga Quill back. Anyway. Oh, hell yeah, you know they bring Quill back. Yeah, man. I think that's it, man. I think that's it. Yeah, that was pretty good, man. I had a great time, bro. I had a good time. It was a good episode. Once again, thanks for coming, bro. And we are at the end. So you already know, we're about to throw them socials out. So go follow me at CasinoKev777 on Twitter. Go follow the Straight Out of Marvel podcast at the KC Network on Twitter. We have bumped up to seven followers, so we are yes, doing sir. big things in this world. This ain't no follow for follow. This ain't no retweet for retweet. This is just organic. I'm building. So come and follow us uh, on Strata the Marvel Twitter. Um, follow us on Discord at the Strata the Marvel Discord or follow me on Discord at Kevin27 Discord. And I believe that's all the socials. And go like, subscribe on YouTube. No audio again, or no video again, but audio, obviously. But still, go subscribe. Obviously, working on the audio because or the video because we want to give you guys the best content. No bullshit. Yes. Play around. Yes. But still, go subscribe and like um, at KC Network Seven Zero Two on YouTube. Now we are finally on Apple Podcasts. After yes. several months, we are on Apple Podcasts, or not several months, but several weeks. So you can actually go like, give us a five star rating, or four, or three, or two. If you thought this episode was trash, give us a one star rating. Tell us why you thought it was trash, and um, I'm gonna read it and tell you go to fuck yourself. So you can <laughs> go fucking. Straight out of Marvel on you, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, we are everywhere. Um, so yeah, that's me. Uh, what you got, bro? Follow the social, your boy at slime dot ten, and hit us up on the Straight Out of Marvel podcast. Follow us. Don't forget to follow. Make sure you go on there and you click follow. Use the follow button and keep following straight out of Marvel. And we will be back next week for episode seven.
Hey, for that good episode seven, this was episode six. Um, this yep. is honestly, bro, this shit was so clean. Get up out of here. Peace.